In the talk I gave a couple of weeks ago in our dialogue about the abuse of power, I reflected on how many successful CEOs display traits of psychopathy. They can create massive trauma to people and have no conscience. Now, on Wednesday of last week, we had a graphic example of that when Vishal Garg, the CEO of Better.com, fired 900 of his people during a three-minute Zoom call. By all accounts, his history leading the organization demonstrates plenty of examples of that psychopathic and, incidentally, narcissistic approach. One of the things he said was that this was the second time in his career that he was doing this, and he really didn't want to do it. He said, the last time I did it, I cried, but this time I hope to be stronger. The underlying message demonstrates a belief that to be successful, he has to be hard and not show any emotion. It also brings the focus on himself, not on the people he's addressing. In an attempt at damage limitation, he then sent an email apologizing to staff, admitting that he had failed to show the appropriate amount of respect and appreciation for the individuals affected. He said he owned the decision to do the layoffs, but, quote, in communicating, I blundered the execution. In doing so, I embarrassed you. Here, he's pushing away ownership of any emotion by focusing on others. He's the one who's embarrassed, but places that emotion on others. So this is an example of the paradox that we see in many organizations, particularly startups, that in order to create a large business quickly, behaving like a psychopath is probably the fastest way to financial success. I'm reminded of Gerald Ratner, who based his philosophy of business on his experiences as a boy in Petticoat Lane Market, where the, uh, quote, the people who shouted the loudest and appeared to give the best offers sold the most, unquote. In his speech to the Institute of Directors in April 1991, he implied that his customers were pretty stupid because his products were, in his own words, total crap. This brought about the destruction of Ratner's group, which was renamed in order to distance itself from his name. In the case of Better.com, three of the executives from the company have quit since Garg made his Zoom call, and apparently there are others likely to follow. So what will happen in the future? Better.com may survive by waiting until the noise has died down, or it may be that his financial backers just say this man is too much of a liability. But all those criteria are around finance. What is more important is the trauma he has caused in so many people and the paradoxical contrast between making money for its own sake and actually creating an organization, the leading of which is accompanied by responsibilities to the people it employs. As the CEO of Serenity and Leadership, I have dealt with a number of CEOs who quite honestly have been psychopaths and it's hard to work with them but I always hope to make some impact to ease that absolutist approach that they have, even if it just slightly helps them to see that their behavior and decisions have real impact on human beings. And then to help them introduce some conscience in order to help the workforce and reduce the amount of trauma that otherwise is inevitably caused. That's my thought for the week this week. My name's Tom Dennis, and I'll see you next week. Bye.